Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales, a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I have to wish a very happy birthday to Drew Wright and Aurora. I hope you both have awesome birthdays. And I have to send some special shout outs to Josie, Kira Idell, and Maddie from California. Aurora, Drew, Josie, Kira, and Maddie, thank you all so much for listening to Girl Tales. Grown Ups Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. If you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next episode, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Musings by Georgina Escobar. Enjoy! This is not a story. I mean, it's not supposed to be anyway. At least not a new one. You've heard this one before. It's more like, it's a story that should have ended happily ever after, but the thing is, it never actually ended. I hate to be the one to break the news about the story that's not a new story, but actually a story that never ended, but like my sisters always tell me, somebody's gotta do it. I guess it makes sense. I mean, my name is Memory after all. Okay, okay, okay. Let me back up. Oh, I got my bullet points all out of order here. Okay, let's see. Tell them it's not a new story. Done. Uh, tell them about the realm of possibilities. 
Then introduce yourself. Ugh, oops. Got it. Uh, let me back up. <clears throat> the realm of possibilities, otherwise known as kingdom of everything. You've probably heard of it. It's basically the place where all of life's worst case and best case scenarios are played out before they reach your realm. I would tell you all about the voting process behind what gets through to your realm and what stays here, but that's a completely different story, and to be quite honest, I don't know that we have the time. And speaking of time, time here in the realm of possibilities is, well, kind of weird. You know how you have clocks that tell you the progression of the day based on numbers? 1 p.m., 3 p.m., midnight? Well, we have similar things here, except they read the overall mood of the day. For example, right now, it's 15 till hungry time o'clock. But anyway, the never-ended story I'm about to tell you is about what really happened to a greedy, maniacal little devil that you've probably only heard very little about. He is known for, <laughs> let's just say, being madly in love with himself. And in this occasion, this little piece of work happened to get a hold of a very special magic mirror. Yeah, you know which one I'm talking about. The mirror mirror on the wall. I should first tell you who I am in case these recordings go missing. <sighs> you see, I'm not supposed to say anything to anyone about the realm of possibilities or the many roads that lead to it, let alone bring light to this particular story that you think ended one way when it didn't. But there comes a time, whether it's 3 a.m. or angry o'clock, when enough is enough and we must speak up. So here I am by means of this transmitter that I was assured would send my voice directly into your ears. Um, side note, I have to tell you how much I love your world's magic. Oh, snow is one of my favorite things in all of the realms and it's unique to yours. Oh, and spaghetti. What magic is that? And kittens? Oh, my goodness. I just can't. Oh, delicious donuts, wonderful waterfalls, fabulous filters, and... Oh, that's what I was going to talk to you about. Sorry. I sometimes... Sometimes I... I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> uh, my sisters, they work a lot. Like... A lot. Especially since, oh, here I go again. See, always getting ahead of myself. Anyway, it's nice to have someone to talk to, even if I can't hear you. I know you're there, aren't you? Can you say hi? Oh, hello. Hi, hello. Uh, my name is Memory, but people call me Mima, sometimes Cleo, if they want to get on my nerves. I am the youngest of three sisters. My sisters. I mean, not to be a brag, but I think you might know them. I mean, they're pretty cool. They're the family superstars. Their names are Sissy and Dinah. But I think in your realm, you know them as song and dance. Our dad is also super famous. His name is Zeus, but our mother isn't Hera. Our mother was his first wife, Nemosini, the goddess of memory. And she died when I was only seven years old. They call us the muses. So I know, I know what you're asking. What do three muses have to do with that story about the dwarves, the princess, the queen, and the mirror? My answer in short, everything. You see, 
We muses are everywhere. In fact, every idea you've ever heard of, from a song to a movie to that favorite painting, was created in our factory. And one of our earlier creations, discontinued of course, was the magic mirror the queen was so obsessed over. Let's take you to where this mess all started. My sisters and I are the boss ladies of the most successful inspiration factories in the universe. The Idea Factory, a.k.a. the If. Good morning, Ms. Zeus. Just Mima is fine, Joby. Joby's our security guard. They have been with the company ever since its beginning, which is over 5,000 cycles ago. The If is one of our realm's largest companies. We do a lot of trade with your realm as well. We don't make money, you see. We make ideas. And the more ideas, the bigger the if. Yeah, our company is so big that we've expanded into different branches. The if, ands, and then section on the east wing, the what if on the west, and the imagine if in the south. Recently, we expanded to add a northern wing, the if only. I was not a fan of this one, to be quite frank. I feel like in some ways it promoted negativity, you know? Oh, if only I had more ideas. Or, if only I looked more like her. Ugh, blech. Not like the other ifs, like, what if we could all fly? Or, what if animals could talk? Or the, if animals can camouflage in nature, and we are animals, then we too can camouflage in nature. Those kind of ifs always inspired some great ideas. And we love ideas. But I gotta be honest with you, it's not easy being a super duper successful businesswoman CEO running a mammoth business like ours in this day and age. I suppose in a way this whole thing was my fault, but that's why I'm here to tell you what happened. You see, like any other business in your realm or ours, when we expanded, we had to hire new people. And you know what they say, in a basket of abundant fruit, there's at least one bad apple. Hey, Esty. What's new? Anything in the books for today? I brought you a green tea. You do like tea. I can't remember if... Are you okay? I asked her. Something about her face just didn't look right. Oh, I've never been better. She answered but never once looked up at me from a little black mirror she held in her hand. I tried to get a closer look to see what it was she was looking at and realized it was her reflection. Except she looked different. Younger, maybe, with long rainbow lashes and purple irises and two little ears that made her look like a bear. Strange, I said. And she snapped the mirror shut and suddenly turned to look at me with the most vicious and mean look in her eyes and said, Excuse me, you are invading my personal space? Invading? (laughs) But Esty, I was simply dropping off this tea when I noticed... Where did you get that little black mirror? We all got them. What do you mean? There's one in your office too. From whom? Didn't you hear, boss? Uh, Mima is just fine. Your sister's approved a new partner, and he's just dreamy. He's just 
Oh my God, he's so yummy, and that smile. Oh, he's just so wonderful. Just so, 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 so wonderful. And he gave us these samples, and I just love how I look in this. It's perfect. I'm finally perfect. Did you see what I look like with ears and a little bunny nose? Oh, it's too good. Okay, I said, and I walked away. Something didn't smell right. A new partner, without consulting me? I mean, I know I'm technically the baby, but I'm just as much my father's daughter as they are. I was determined to find out. What can I do for you? If I can help you too. Sissy, it's Mima. Oh. What is this about a new partner? Indeed. When did you plan to tell me? Well, just now, I suppose. Don't you need my vote? He was very convincing. Who? Narcissus. Narcissus. Had we learned nothing from his self-absorbed actions before? I don't think it's fair. Speaking of fair, have you seen yours? My what? Your if-only mirror, silly. So it is a mirror. But why did it do strange things to our reflections? I thought. Don't get too comfortable with this idea, sissy. I'm going to go speak to Dinah about this. You can't. What do you mean, I can't? She went on tour. What? Why? It's the middle of the season. She felt we were in good hands with Narcissus and wanted to bring some joy to the realm of no magic. You know, they always get sad. Narcy told... Narcy? Yeah, because if all goes well... Oh my gosh, and I do hope you're sitting down for this. Are you sitting down for this? No, I'm walking to this Narcy's office. Okay, well, if all goes well... Drum roll, please. Where is his office? The If Only Mirror will expand out of our realm and into theirs. Isn't that wonderful? This is all moving way too fast for me. I don't like it. Last time something moved this fast, we... <sighs> Wait a minute. I just remembered something. Of course you did. Your memory, silly. <gasps> did Narcissus happen to have a certain affinity for... Apples? I don't know. Sure. Who doesn't like apples? Is Narcissus in business with Grimhilda? Grim who? Evil Queen Sissy. She put a princess under a sleeping spell, remember? Aurora? No, no. Okay, well, thank the fairy someone here still has her memory. Jeesh, Snow White, sister. Oh, huh. Yeah, I didn't think of that. He does have a nice fancy mirror in his office. I don't like this one bit. It's gonna be all right, all right, yeah. Ooh, hello there, me. I like you with bunny ears. Bunny ears? Sissy? Hello? Hello? She hung up on me to look at herself in a mirror. The nerve. So you see, I knew something was up. My sister is Song, and she is the most giving and selfless individual I know. For her to literally give up a partnership and hang up on me just to spend time looking at herself in this false mirror that gives her bunny ears? I mean, I don't like being a bunny. Who is this, and what have they done with my sister? But finally, I found it. His office. 
Narcissus. It read in snow-white letters over a glass door. He'd been there one day, and it was as if he ran the place. (sighs) Typical. I looked inside, but didn't see anyone in there. This was it. I would have to do what my mother told me never to do, and spy on him. I walked into his office and immediately felt a cold shudder. It was as if I had suddenly traveled to a different time and space, and this space was dark and scary. Luckily, I had my special light with me. I looked around the office. A basket of apples. Creepy. A taxidermied raven. Ugh. A lot of selfies on frames. Soup's creepy. And in the back wall, a thick red curtain drawn over a large oval object hanging on the wall. I don't know how to describe this to you other than to have you imagine as if something behind that curtain was breathing. You know how sometimes when you're really excited, you feel butterflies in your belly? Well, imagine that same feeling, but instead of butterflies, it's a million fire ants burning inside you. All around the shelves and the walls were photographs of him posing with different famous figures. In one picture, he was on a boat, holding a fishing rod as a man with a wiry beard and a hook for a hand held a trout on his hook. Another photo looked like it was a naming ceremony of sorts. If you looked very carefully at the crowd in the back of the baby crib, you could see a raven and two large horns in purple and green. And then I saw the photo that made the most sense of all. It was him, all right, shaking hands with someone I knew much too well. Grimhilda. They were shaking hands, a red apple emblem behind them, with bunny ears. This is it. This Black Mirror Enterprise was a product of the most egotistical man on Earth and the most evil woman in our realm. Grimhilda. (sighs) A quick reminder of who Narcissus is. He's a super handsome hunter that everyone knows is extremely conceited and stuck up. The amount of girls that have fallen in love with him is pretty ridiculous, but he has come out many times to say one thing about his unfathomable beauty and the miles of broken hearts he's left behind. My beauty is not responsible for other people's ugliness. I am in love with me, myself, and I, and my reflection is the only thing that brings me joy and happiness. I mean, not exactly his words, but basically... In short, he doesn't care about anything or anyone but himself. And of course, you know who she is. You all know the Snow White story. So why would Narcissus have taken up this enterprise with her? Well, let's see here. It makes sense. She has the mirror. If they create millions of tiny black mirrors that reflect a version of us that is, well, fake or glowed up, then we could all be just like him, who just cares about his reflection. That's it. They want to take over our ability to look at each other and care about each other. Oh, no. I have to tell my sisters before it's... It's too late. You. Memory. 
It's been a spell. Can you actually tell? I mean, you look at nothing outside of yourself. Narcissus. What is this about, huh? I see you. I always have. I'm no Echo, and I'm no superstar. I know exactly who I am, and memory is not a thing that seeks reflections. What is this, huh? You want us all to fall into a sleeping spell, hypnotized by our own reflections so that we may never see or care for others? Memory, memory, memory. I suggest you calm down. It's not pretty for a woman to be so... articulate. My name is Mima! I'm afraid as a senior partner in your company, I can have you removed from the premises if I wanted to. Say, I can call it a mental breakdown. What do you want? Why did you come to poison our company and my sisters? What did you do to them? What did I do? Memory, you should know better. Let me show you something. And as much as I wanted to kick his shins, there was something in me that was curious about what he was about to show me. He walked me over to that breathing curtain in the back of the room and removed the fabric. It was a beautiful, ornate, gold-framed mirror, except it did not show my reflection. Instead... You see, my dear muse, this mirror reflects the world. Which world? All of our realms. It shows you what things may come. As much as your little stories inspired the twisted nature of my actions, they were corrupt by an innocent blindness. I don't understand. I did not fall in love with my own reflection as you usually state. I realized that self-realization, self-love, self-attention is the new everything right now. Don't you know? We are in the era of Narcissus. At last. Don't mistake self-love with self-doting. Narcy. It's not the same thing. So what does this have to do with the little black mirrors you're spreading around? Oh, those? I thought a businesswoman like yourself would understand. That's just enterprise. It's just a way for us to cash in on ideas. The more time people spend playing with their mirrors, the more ideas we get. But ideas are supposed to inspire people to create, not just come into our bank accounts. Well, that's not what your sisters believe. Look deeply into the mirror, Muse. What do you see? Who do you see? I see... I see me. And who are you? I'm memory. I am ancient and young. I am everyone, and I am no one. I am a message and a warning. And I have really dry skin right now. Oh my goodness. Look deeper. I see myself in Dinah's chair. Top boss of the company. A billion ideas around me. Our realm prosperous. Everyone is happy. Everyone has jobs in... Our factory? Wait a minute. What? Jobs in a factory? That's not who we are. We are the muses. No, don't look away. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Show every black mirror in use right now. Suddenly I saw it. Millions of faces reflecting back at me. Catatonic. Looking deeply at nothing. Making faces, puckering up their lips, blinking their eyes, as if I was their mirror. Were they taking pictures of themselves? 
Ugh, this was all so awkward. I felt like I was spying on them, like I was looking into a most private moment. Was Narcissus telling me that he had access to all of these little black mirrors and what they reflected back, he could see? Exactly. He said in a voice that sounded like a thousand beasts. And I knew I was in trouble. I didn't want to let him know how scared I was, so I pretended I was fascinated. Oh, I see. I see how beautiful this tool is. (laughs) We give them bunny ears and other things they want to see, and we keep their eyes, souls, and images to feed our factory machines. Exactly. This is genius, Narcissus. Oh, we're going to be rich. That's what I said. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter that they never want to look at anything but their mirrors ever again. We will be millionaires. I am finding your enthusiasm warming. Tell me more about how I am a genius. (laughs) Woohoo! We are gonna be... I turned around and in one swift move took the taxidermy raven from the desk and hit him across the face with it. Down he went, the fragile little punk. Look... I'm not one to promote violence, and I would never done any harm upon that poor raven. But this was necessary. I ran, 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 ran out of his office, then thought, Oh no, I have to go back and break the mirror. But when I went back to his office, Narcissus and the mirror were gone. Luckily, he forgot one small detail. Grimhilda and his business card remained on the desk next to their picture. A few hours later, our company was flooded with cloud barons, our justice seekers. I had explained the entire wicked enterprise, and since my sisters couldn't legally appoint a partner without my approval, Narcissus's partnership was quickly dissolved on the spot. But he remained on the run. His partners, Grimhilda and Echo, were taken in for questioning, and all of the black mirrors were collected and removed from the realm of possibility— But then I got the news. Mima, I need to speak with you. Dinah? I thought you were on tour. I was. I shouldn't have gone, but I was under a spell as well. I'm sorry this all happened so fast. So fast. And I'm glad you acted quickly, Mima. You always do. Well, I never forget. So that makes me remember all the bad stuff that's happened when we don't act quickly. We never should have ignored him and let him roam free. Narcissists are a danger to us all, Dinah. I know, I know. I just feel like we shouldn't look away from that anymore. When a story gives us a warning, we should listen carefully. Yes, I am listening to you. Oh, here comes Sissy. Be nice. Oh, Mima, I'm so sorry. Sissy, it's okay. I understand. Who would have thought that I would be so drawn to bunny ears? I mean, I don't like being a bunny. Yeah, me neither. I like who I am. Even when my skin is dry and my eyes look really tired and poofy. Even when my cheeks look chubby. It's who I am. That's right. I don't need a magic mirror to fix me or glow me up. 
especially not one that's just going to steal my image and feed it to some sort of factory. How scary. Sisters, please listen to me. Narcissus's mirror has been removed from our realm. We found it. Yay! But we were unable to stop it spreading out into the realm of no magic. In fact, it found its way into a lot of their everyday items. Like toaster ovens? Like phones. Weird. I'm afraid this is a bigger mess than we imagined, and it's too late to remove the damage. What does this mean? Well, if the little black mirrors do exactly what Narcissus planned, they will make prisoners of all the children who use them over and over and over again. So much so that they will forget to sing. Oh, no! They will forget to dance. Oh, Dinah! And they will forget to create and be inspired. What will become of us if we can no longer inspire? I don't know. I... I just don't know. Wait a minute. You said the little black mirror will make them forget how to be creative? Yes. Not if I have anything to do with it. What do you mean, Mima? What's my name? Mima? No, not my nickname. My name. Memory. memory! And our mother was the goddess of memory. If this little black mirror is threatening to make them forget, then watch out for the power of the muses. We must remind them. But how? Sissy, inspire the songs that remind them to love themselves as they are. Dinah, Create the dances that inspire them to dance together and not alone. And I will tell them a story. Well, not a story. Well, it, it's not supposed to be one anyway. At least not a new one. They've heard this one before. I just have to remind them. And so that's how it happened. And that's how it was. So you see, I'm here to remind you that stories sometimes don't have happy endings, but it's all up to us to create the endings, the looks, and the lives we desire. We don't have to depend on little black mirrors to show us the faces that we want to see. We don't have to wait for Snow White to wake up, or Narcissus to be a good guy to make us believe in true love. We don't have to wait for ideas to be given to us once a month like a paycheck, we must create all of these things for ourselves. And so, after today, after recording this message that I was assured will reach your ears, the Idea Factory will officially close down, and we, the Muses, daughters of Zeus and memory, promise to start over our industry to create and inspire with you, for you, among you, and beside you. No more poisoned apples, no more lying mirrors, no more selfish goals. The muses are back, baby. Will you join us in creating? That was Musings by Georgina Escobar, starring Baron Bass, Jennifer Sunbell, Adriana Cologne, and Mindy Escobar Leans. Produced by Chad Shanai. Assistant produced by Megan Begala, and executive produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Original theme music by Eli Denby Wood and Amy Geisbers Van Wyke. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe in you.